to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. and welcome back for another episode. So excited to have you here and really, really looking forward to jumping uh, into this topic, doing a really deep dive, which is a continuation of my explanation of the four pillars of holistic health, whole body, mind, and spirit. And last uh, episode, I introduced these four pillars uh, and they were the stress response, the sugar hormones, gut health, and toxins tolerance. And last episode, I talked about uh, the stress response and how that could be divided down into physical, mental, and spiritual. And I like to start with the stress response because I feel like, um, at least for me anyways, it's, it, was, it was for me on my health journey a seriously under-recognized contributor to my health conditions. And looking back, I mean, I had always, um, not always, when did I start developing problems with my own health? I mean, I remember my first episode of really severe constipation. So, uh, and I was living in Brazil at the time in our apartment in Sao Paulo. And so I must have been around eight or nine. And I just remember, oh my gosh, it was so, such a terrible episode of constipation. And and my parents didn't really understand what was going on, and neither did I. And ever since that time, I just remember having problems with constipation. And I thought it was normal. Uh, at least no one thought to um, investigate it further or to treat it. Um, and I thought, you know, going to the bathroom every two to three days was like normal, which, by the way, if this is you, it's not normal. <laughs> you need to be having at least one ideally between two to three well-formed bowel movements a day that's uh you know two to four that's the an indicator of really great health well-formed not diarrhea that's another kind of extreme and then i had uh kind of an early menarche early puberty onset and then that everything was okay for a while and then i had meningitis uh which required um, iv antibiotics probably really disrupted my gut health and then I had this started developing around the time I was going into medical school, where I started getting really painful periods, very, very heavy, um, heavy bleeding, painful, cramping periods. And then it was when my dad was diagnosed with ALS, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, that things really began to fall apart. And for the stress response, uh, looking back, there were many different stress responses. So one, when at that young age, that episode of constipation, we had moved from Brazil to Canada and back again a few times by that age. And I remember it was a very, it was very stressful for me as it would be. Um, and I didn't know how to talk about it or how to cope with it. So I just internalized it. And uh, everyone on the outside probably were, they were probably pretty impressed at how adaptable, you know, I was 
to the changes in my life. Um, however, inside there was certainly a lot of stress, lots of, lots of, uh, turmoil. And then age at, at when I went, obviously going into something like medical school, very stressful, <laughs> physically, emotionally, and spiritually, <laughs> you know, um, being witness to people's suffering, um, and, uh, losing slowly, but surely losing faith in the goodness of the universe with these little cuts, you know, like these little events that you witness in people's lives. It was very, very hard, you know, being present for people's deaths and people's worst moments. Um, and then obviously with my dad, um, and after that, um, the, the birthing of my sons, um, especially my first, um, it was such a drastic alteration in my lifestyle that I was not ready for, I was not prepared for, and some, you know, issues that arose out of childbirth where I had, you know, some post-traumatic stress disorder from difficulty with lots of things. And so that, I was definitely experiencing this physical, mental, and spiritual stress response. And at the time, I didn't recognize it at all, <laughs> like at all. Um, I was basically, uh, I, I was focusing on my gut health. I, I started to realize that something was up with my gut. So then I started focusing on gut health, which was a big thing for me as a medical doctor. I mean, that's not something we're taught about in the way that I'm teaching you. So that was already a pretty big step for me. Um, and then I became aware of the sugar hormones. And then I became aware of the toxins. However, and I definitely got better and better every time as I, you know, as I improved my gut health, as I improved the balance of my sugar hormones, which then balanced all my other hormones out, and I assisted my natural systems of detoxification, um, I got better and better. And there was still this missing piece, you know, it, I was still having episodes of constipation, for example, or times when my skin would flare up with a bit of dermatitis around the eye. And now I realize, uh, and then it like all of a sudden it just went away. Like, you know, years of working on my health, you know, my, my, I got to my ideal weight cause I had been having a hard time with that after having kids. Um, so I finally got back to my ideal weight and it felt effortless. Um, I had just finally figured out how to eat for my gut health and my hormones <laughs> and minimize my toxins exposure through my foods. My energy was great. My sleep was great. Uh, I would have occasional times where I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I'd say those were the residual things were just like a little bit of pop-up rashes and um, constipation and sometimes difficulty falling back asleep. And it was when I, um, and it was when the spiritual piece, like the, the reconnection with my faith, my trust in the universe, in the goodness of the universe and I get emotional when I talk about it in a good way because it just makes me so happy to have that and to have that despite having witnessed so much suffering, you know, despite having seen so many people in the worst moments. It's like this greater awareness of why, why do we go through that? Um, this like, oh, it's hard to explain. Uh, and I will obviously do my best to explain it over time. However, I think what you need to know now is that um, I start with a stress response and I almost like started with a spiritual stress response, which 
for some people might be the last thing to start with, you know, it'd be like do the body and then the mind and then the spirit. And I was like, you know what? I got to bring in the spiritual stress response right away. Right. I mean, the mental stress response is pretty straightforward. It's like, you know, things happen in your life that um, precipitate a mental reaction um, that can be good or bad. So like the loss of a loved one or the loss of a job or working in a job that you don't love, um, have it, being in a state of overwhelm from too many to-dos, um, you know, those sorts of things um, can lead to feelings of anxiety or depression. Uh, nervousness, um, and even to the point where you get a diagnosis of depression, anxiety disorder. And they they do overlap. All of those three things, the body, mind, and spirit do overlap. So for example, um, if you have, let's say you have poor gut health. Well, because of the gut-brain connection through the vagus nerve, then you know that physical and chemical connection between the gut and the brain when your gut health is off, your brain health is off. Well, that's going to impact your mental state, your mental functions. Um, it's going to cause um, pro- a mental stress response, and you might experience anxiety and depression as a result of that. In fact, a few studies have shown that a, a proportion of people with schizophrenia, when they're placed on a wheat-free diet, their schizophrenia goes into remission. Not all people with schizophrenia have this response, but a significant portion. One study, it was a minimum of 20%. So that's pretty huge. And that is simply to demonstrate the power of food on your mental state. So the connection between the gut health and the brain health, um, the body and the mind, right? So, and obviously, if you lose a loved one and you have the, the appropriate grief response to that, um, that's the mental, you know, the mental stress response, uh, and then you you recover from that. However, let's say that loss of a loved one causes you to lose faith in the goodness of the universe. Call it universe, God, divine, mother nature, whatever serves you. The name doesn't matter. It's the concept that we're talking about. Like, are we living in a universe where the bias of the energy of the universe is love, or is it like completely uncaring? Does it just? Is, there's no like. It's totally random. No matter what you do in the general scheme of scheme of things, it doesn't matter because it's chaos, right? That can be um, if you believe in that, and you don't believe or have faith in the energy of the universe being a good one, then you're going to be living in a state of low level or high level anxiety because you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to be a, you're going to be afraid. You're going to be scared that something's going to happen to you. And it's going to cause a huge amount of suffering and and, uh, grief for no reason, right? And that is very hard to live with, that state of being. You know, now I wake up in the morning and uh, if I catch myself starting to feel that way, I simply reconnect to that trust. And sometimes, I, like I mentioned last episode, I have to go to the garden and look at the flowers and be like, you know, the energy of the universe must be good because it created flowers it caused the evolution of flowers to happen from plants right plants didn't used to have flowers and now they do and look how amazing they are so it must be a positive energy at that like sometimes that's all i need right and then sometimes i'll you know um go into a state of meditation or read a book that on this topic just to really get me really reconnected to that feeling and the thing is whether or not that is true in this 
it, in this case, it doesn't matter. What is what matters is your belief in it or not, because um, you can choose to not believe in it like I used to. I chose to not believe in an energy in the universe and it being a good one, um, or I lost my faith in it. And the thing is that it it causes you to feel super unhappy and you know level low level background anxiety. Um, and no one is like. No one wins in that situation. Like, aha, I was right. There's no goodness in the universe, you know. In this case, like, I'm just choosing to, I'm making a choice for my own well-being and the best life experience I can have. And it just so happens that that's supported by this belief and by this trust so that anytime something happens, even if it seems to be a really bad thing, I would say to myself, I will say to myself, I do say to myself, Everything is happening for my highest and best good. I may not see it in this moment. However, I trust that this to be true. I trust this to be the truth. And that, um, goodness, that helps so much. And when I really started to believe this, because there's a difference between saying it and believing it, I was paying it lip service for about a year. You know, I was learning all the things I was doing. I have, you know, I have a mindset coach. By the way, she's amazing. Her name is Adele Tevlin. I highly recommend you check her out. She's just, she has helped me and many women like me and many people like me really um, develop the mindset um, around many different things. One of them being fortitude and the belief of this, like everything is happening for our highest and best good and really embodying it. So she speaks about embodiment and embodiment is that you don't just say something you actually believe it and you feel it to be true in your body and that feeling of truth in your body around this belief is what engenders the chemistry of health and the thing is like don't worry if you feel like you're not there because it's it's you can't short circuit this um learning maybe you can maybe you listen to me and you're like whoa got it like I feel it to be true, Dr. Patricia, the way you explained it, 100%, you know, it's changed my life. Thank you so much. Um, however, <laughs> I don't expect this to be the case for you if it is amazing. And definitely leave in the comments if this is what happens for you. <laughs> be the best review ever. ever. Dr. Patricia's podcast changed my view of life and the goodness of the universe. <laughs> I'd be hilarious. And I would love that. Um, however, for most of you, if you're anything like I was or I am, you know, this, the way that we learn is through experience and, and through having hard times that um, really test this belief until you truly believe it. And then it's like, yeah, the hard times still happen, but you don't perceive them as being hard times. You know, it's very interesting. So life, life goes from being like this emotional roller coaster to being this like life is a highway. You know, I want to ride it all. <laughs> all life long, all day long, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not afraid anymore because I know that no matter what comes my way, be it as terrible as this, as a horrible diagnosis of, of some, a fatal disease like ALS in your loved one, and then the death of them from that, I know that my approach and my experience of that would be totally different, right? Full of compassion, full of love, full of action, and um, bolstered uh, with the foundational trust in the goodness of the universe. So I really wanted to, I was going to today actually move on to the sugar hormones. However, I really, really wanted to get this down because 
I, I want you to understand that there's a method to, to my madness. I started off with the stress response and I really focus on the spiritual because the spiritual stress response, because the other ones are obvious, right? Like obviously the physical stress response. Yeah. If you don't sleep uh, enough, there's a physical stress response. If you eat too much or if you eat the wrong foods, right? Or if you sleep and eat at the wrong times, right? Or if you have exposure to toxins or if you eat poor foods, that's a physical stress response. And again, there's an overlap with the other pillars of sugar hormones, gut health and toxins tolerance, right? So again, it's good that there's overlap. That means it's a, it's like a holistic view of the problem because everything is interconnected, including root causes, right? And the categorization is really so that you don't forget and you can create order out of chaos, right? Uh, in your mind and which makes it easier to understand and to remember. So the physical stress response is obvious, the mental stress response is obvious, and then this this more the spiritual stress response, when I work with people, I find that it's often the last piece or the missing piece. And unless we can and this is part of the work that I do, you know, teaching women in different situations like here in my Facebook group, Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, uh, in my online group programs, The Wild Collective and Body Wisdom, I, you know, I, I'm, I have to talk about this and address this because without it, it's not complete. And the healing, the, the response that you want, the results that you want will be incomplete. Now, that's not true for everyone. However, it is true for many. So I'm glad that I got an opportunity to um, really flush this out. And if you're listening to this and this really resonates with you, put some comments in, leave a review. Um, as you know, it's really helpful to have as many women listen to this as possible. We need a healthier, better world. And uh, in order to have that, we need women to be stepping into their authentic power, you know, having like a healthy spiritual stress response is so key for this so thank you for listening today and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day evening or night depending on when you catch this bye thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast wild wisdom with dr patricia mills if you like this podcast please take the time to like and subscribe and please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly thank you and i hope you have a wonderful day evening or night hi everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. <laughs>